Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. How are we all? What is going on? Welcome back to the podcast. We are at episode number 25. 25, so we're rocking along. Um, yeah, how's everybody been? What's been going on? Hope you're all well. Hope you're all having a cracker of a week. Um, yes, I know, it's been a couple of weeks since I've been on. Um, yeah, just life in general. Just, uh, yeah, I've been taking notes and stuff, and I was meant to do one, but once again, life gets uh, life gets its little claws in there, and it stops you, so it is what it is. Um, but yeah, episode 25, a few things to go through from previous weeks and shit that's been going on, so yeah, let's get into it. So what are we? 28th of the 9th, 2022 at 8.11pm. So, like I said, a few weeks since I've been on, so lots to sort of catch up on, lots to sort of put out there. Um, so one thing, I, first thing I want to start with is um, very proud of my eldest daughter, my 11-year-old. She got her Diamond Student Certificate a couple of weeks back. Um, for those of you that got kids, you probably know, but it might be different at every school. But Diamond Student just means... She's been doing really well in her school, listening, paying attention to the teacher, good behavior, manners, you know, grades have been pretty good. So yeah, I was really stoked with her. She was working really, really hard to get it and she ended up getting it. So that was really cool. I was really proud of her for that. Um, so school holidays. How are we all doing parents? Are we surviving? First week of school holidays, we're on to the second week. We're on the downward slope now, being a Wednesday. We're on the down. So, my missus did her event calendar again, like she did last school holidays. She's gone and researched and got all these activities that um, council or these other places put on for the kids in the holidays. She's booked it all. She's gone and built it all. So, yeah, she's doing that. First week they were, what did they do? They went to a magician workshop, um, learned some basic magic tricks and got like a couple of things to sort of do tricks, like do some card tricks and a magic wand and things like that. They were super stoked. They loved that. They were really, really cool. Um, they've gone to the Botanic Gardens. They've had a color run. So, Color Run is basically running around and they've got that coloured chalk and they just go nuts with it, get dirty. And yeah, it was really cool. I think yesterday they did flower crown making and there was a dance party. Today they did a sports day, so they were playing dodgeball and all these other activities. So they're having a lot of fun. It's keeping them busy. They're not sitting around the house on their iPads. They're not sitting around the house going, I'm bored. So yeah, really stoked my wife did that. You know, it's a really, really good idea. Parents, get onto it if you can. Um, saves you a lot of headache over the school holidays, I tell you. By the time they get home, they're pretty knackered. So yeah, always a good thing. Always a good thing. So other than the kids having fun on school holidays and getting to spend time with the kids and all that, there is one other thing. I actually really really like about school holidays and that is less traffic on the road 
Now, if you live on the GC, the Gold Coast, you'll know that the fucking M1 is a shit fight. Now, that is most days. I'm not going to say there's no traffic, but it is substantially less on school holidays, and I love it. You don't have to leave as early for that, you know, oh, you got to go and add 15 or 20 minutes to your commute because of the fucking traffic. But, in saying that, once again, for those of you that live on the Gold Coast, the M1, as I said, is a fucking shit fight. There was a period there, I reckon about probably two, maybe two weeks ago, there was an a period there where there was an accident or something going on on that M1 every fucking day. Now, I don't know if it's the Gold Coast is getting overpopulated, there's more, obviously there's more drivers, or the roads just can't handle the infrastructure, because I know, I know it was through the pandemic, there was a lot of you Mexicans and bloody Victorians and New South Welshmen and Adelaide and all that, they were moving up to Queensland, which made it fucking hard for the rest of us up here. So all you dirty Mexicans, piss off. No, I'm joking. Sorry, guys. I am joking. I am joking. Um, But yeah, there's fucking always something going on in the M1, and it shits me. Like, even... What happened over the weekend? I'll get to my weekend, but I know over the weekend we did go to a couple of places, and even on the M1, the fucking traffic on the Saturday was ridiculous. Like, bumper to bumper, 40... 30 to 40 kilometers an hour on a 110 kilometer hour highway. Fucking shit fight. So, fucking people that do the roads, the government, the, what are they called? Road tech or whatever. Pull your fucking head in, you wankers. <clears throat> anyway, that's my rant on the, uh, on the old M1. For those of you that live on the Gold Coast or Brisbane even, you'll know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. Uh, another funny observation I had and I've seen this a few times lately don't know whether it's a thing if anybody else sees it I should say what is up with these friggin old kooks old people in shopping centres that just have this thing that I can do whatever I want or I can park however I want or whatever couple of times I've been at the shopping centre the last few weeks, you'll watch these old people. They'll turn into their car spot and they'll literally just turn in. They won't straighten themselves up and they'll just park. Crooked as a fucking dog's hind leg. You know, the front of the car's one angle, the rear of the car's on another angle, and they're not even between the lines. And they'll get up and walk away, lock their car like, oh yeah, whatever. Like, you fucking old prick. And, like, what the fuck? And then there's the other one. This one really fucking irks me when they do this. You're pulling into a car park. Now, most of the time when I, if I'm in my work car and I happen to go to a shop or I happen to go somewhere like that, get my lunch, whatever, go, you know, whatever, I reverse in. I drive a little Volkswagen Caddy for work and it does not have mirrors or windows anywhere in the back of the car on the side so I can't see my blind spot 
unless my mirrors are really turned out. So I reverse park in all the time. So at least I know when I can get out, I'm going to be able to see everything. So you'll pull up to the park. You'll go like you're going to reverse in. You'll turn your indicator on. And these old pricks and old biddies, they'll be walking and they'll walk and they'll walk right behind your reversing car. I'm like, seriously? Like, do you not know better? Can you not see there's a car reversing? I know when I was a kid, you're walking in a car park, you see a reversing car, you go around the front of it, or you wait. But no, these old kooks just keep walking like we've got to give way to them. I'm like, fucking hell, man. If I was any... I shouldn't say that, no. I was going to say, if I wasn't a half-decent person, you'd just keep going and sort of give them a little bit of a... give them a little bit of a love tap, but we won't go there. And I'm sorry if that offends anybody. I am joking. Joking. So, yeah, just another pet peeve. Anyway, anyway, anyway. It's funny when you talk about the generations coming through now everybody says oh these young kids today they're all wankers and you know they're all gimme 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 want 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 i actually really think there's something wrong with these kids i seen the other day now in queensland what's the month now what's the fucking season now i'm pretty sure it's spring spring coming into summer spring so here in queensland the days are pretty hot not super hot like summer hot but pretty nice weather i think it's been around that 20 27, 28, you know, humidity's getting up there now. But I've seen a number of these young kids, now I'm talking probably 12 to maybe 15, around that age, maybe 10, 10 to 15, walking around on the Gold Coast, mind you, in puffer jackets, tracksuit pants, hoodies, all this shit. And I'm looking at them going, the fuck is wrong with you? Like, it's hot. You live in a tropical climate, you absolute fucking wankers. What the hell is wrong with you? I seriously think there's something wrong with these kids. On their dress sense, not just their mentality and all the other shit that goes wrong with them, but... Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, ay. So, anyway, moving on. Not going to go down that fucking rabbit hole. Honestly, you could go down that rabbit hole forever, forever. Um, so yeah, lots been happening in the last few weeks since I have been on. Obviously, we lost the Queen. Not going to go too much on about that. Everybody's probably passed it, but very sad. Didn't know a lot about the Royals. It's funny though, when something like this happens, like a Royals death or something along those lines, you see all the... <clears throat> all the streaming services get on their shows. So obviously Netflix brings out a few new shows to do with the Royals and things like that. And there's one show on there called The Crown. Now it's pretty much a, it's a series, but it's basically going back to how Queen Elizabeth from a young age was groomed all the way through to recent times. So it's a pretty lengthy series. I think there's like eight eight or nine seasons. My wife has been binge watching this show because apparently, I think it was a friend of hers recommended because 
it gives you a better perspective on the Royals and what goes on and blah, blah, blah. She's actually binge watching this and it's actually really funny because she'll come to me and she's like, oh my God, did you know this about the Queen? Did you know this about the Royals? And I'm like, I don't fucking care. So yeah, but God rest the Queen. So yeah, that was sad, tragic. I mean, she had a good innings. She was 94, 94 or 96. Pretty sure it was 94. She had a good innings. She did pretty well. One thing I do, one thing I did find out, do you know how much that bloody funeral of hers cost? I didn't watch it. I didn't see anything. I don't really watch the news anymore. So just, yeah, but I heard, and then I actually did go and read about it. The funeral she had cost $9 million. So that's $9 million. The poor schlubs and everyday workers in the UK pay out of their tax. $9 million. That's fucking crazy. I don't know she was the queen and all, but Jesus Christ. That's a lot of money. So, yeah, that's... Horrendous. Horrendous, horrendous. But, anyway, here's what it is. So, I've got to go on about this. The NRL. My beloved Raiders shit the bed. Now, for those of you that are NRL fans, I'm sorry I'm late, but like I said, I haven't been on for a couple of weeks, so they shit the bed. They made it to the top eight. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Oh, bit of a cough there. Sorry. Made it to the top eight because we had a really good run into the finals. We won like seven games in a row. We were doing really well. We were playing pretty good footy. Make it to the top eight. First game against the Melbourne Storm. Fucking cracker of a game. They did really, really well against the Melbourne Storm. I had my doubts, as you'll listen from the previous podcast. I had my doubts going into the game, but we pulled it off and we played a really good game of footy against the Melbourne Storm. Next game against Parramatta. Now that goes through to the, I think that's the semis or the preliminary finals. And then obviously you go on further. So go against Parramatta. Holy shit. It was like a fucking different team. They just did not come to play football. Now, granted, the Eels have been playing really well. They've been a pretty fire team this season. But what the fuck? They literally shit the bed. Like they got there and thought, you know what? Made it to the top eight. Beat the Melbourne Storm. We won't worry about it now. Like, come on, fellas. Anyway, lost against the Eels. So out of the finals. The rest of the season goes on. So now we now, now we now. Fuck me. Can you tell it's been a while since I've been on the podcast? (laughs) So we now have a Eels and Panthers. So Parramatta Eels, Penrith Panthers, Grand Final. Sydney Showdown. Don't really know who I'm barracking for on this one. I'm going to say I kind of want Parramatta to win just because... It's been a while since they won. I think they haven't won since, like... I think they're the longest-running team that hasn't won a premiership. I think someone's... I've watched one of the games a couple weeks ago. I think it's been, like, 32 or 36 years since they've won a grand final. So, secretly, I think I'm going to go for Parramatta on this one. I know Panthers have won a couple of years ago. Can't remember. So, yeah. Be an interesting game. Be a good game. I hope... 
Parramatta get up, but we'll see. We will see. The other sporting code, uh, AFL Grand Final, was last weekend. On the AFL, sorry, I'm going on tangent here, guys. We're sort of flopping all over the place, but that's the podcast. That's my podcast. I'll do what I bloody want. So, on that note, why does Melbourne get a public holiday the day before the AFL Grand Final? Like... Why doesn't every other state get a fucking holiday when the football comes on? Like, why can't we get a holiday in Queensland when the Origin's on? Or why can't Sydney get a public holiday when the Grand Final's on? Like, I don't get that. I think that's pretty shit. So someone needs to look into that. Fucking get something happening with that. I just think that's a bit shitty. So they get a long weekend just because of the AFL. I know the AFL gets more crowd numbers and it's obviously... Don't know whether you'd say it's more popular than NRL. I'd probably say it would be, but come on, what the fuck? So yeah, anyway, yeah, Geelong, Sydney, Geelong Cats and Sydney Swans in the AFL Grand Final. Geelong ended up coming on top. Apparently, it was a bit of a bit of a smashing. They sort of really stuck it to the Swans. I don't follow the AFL too much. I do follow the scores and sort of see who's on top and who's where. But yeah, sort of. Just thought I'd put it out there that they did win. Give them a shout out. You know they're all listening because this is the number one podcast. <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm a funny fucker. Anyway, so I. Oh, what do we got? Just going through my notes here, guys. I've got notes all over the place because it's been a couple of weeks. So I know I keep saying that, guys. I'm sorry if I'm boring you. Sorry, sorry. So I listened to an interesting podcast today. Most of you, or some of you may know, um, you've probably heard the name Andrew Tate. He's a bit of a controversial figure. He's sort of been out there sort of, you know, saying some controversial shit about men and women and masculinity and, you know, how he's a rich asshole and all that. So those of you that don't know, there's a entrepreneur who owns an entertainment company named Patrick Bet David. Um, I've listened to a few podcasts of his He's pretty well known for in the entrepreneurial world. So he's got Andrew Tate on his podcast and he said, no, nah, we've got to clear this up. And it's a four and a half hour, four hour and 50 minute podcast. I'm about three and a half hours into it. And I got to say, going into this podcast, I like probably everyone else had Andrew Tate picked as a chauvinistic asshole, rich wanker who just has his head so far up his ass that you know he doesn't know where the sun shines listening to this podcast has actually kind of changed my mind because he's gone through and actually really explained what's happened and he's gone through some of the controversial things he says with Patrick Bed David and explained because when you think about it everybody's seeing clips on Instagram or TikTok 15 30 seconds and when you listen to that and you think oh you you see these plastered all over tiktok all over instagram about what he's saying it can be misconstrued and you sort of look at it and the way he said it is like it's been butchered to a point where it makes him sound bad they haven't put out the full story they haven't put out the context of what he's saying 
So it makes him look really bad. And he's been cancelled on all social media, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, everywhere. But listening to this podcast, like I said, I actually have changed my view on this guy a little bit. He doesn't seem like the kind of arsehole. I mean, he probably is still an arsehole, but the way he speaks and when you actually listen to what he says, it actually does kind of go, well, yeah, that's not as bad as what it seems. Like, one of the things he said was, which was pretty controversial, he said, women that, some women who have been raped should take accountability for that. Now, that was one of the clips that was put on social media. You hear that and you go, man, that's fucked up. What he actually meant was, he was having a discussion and a debate with a feminist. And she said, and he said to her, women that put themselves in that position or in a dangerous position with the potential of something happening, they should take some accountability. Which I kind of sit there and I go, well, yes and no. Like if you're a woman, now I don't want to piss anybody off here, guys, so I'm sorry if I do. But if you're a young woman, you're an attractive young woman, even if you're not an attractive young woman, a young woman in general, and you go home or you go jump in a car or anything with a strange guy you've just met, you've got to think in the back of your head, hey, this could turn nasty. So I'm not saying that, you know, they should take, you know, they should be like, nope, you're to blame for this, fuck you, whatever. But you kind of got to sit there and go, well, yeah, that kind of does make sense. So there's a few other things on there. Give it a listen. If, you, if you've heard anything about Andrew Tate and you know who he is and you know the whole story, actually go and download this podcast. It's called the BPD Podcast, Patrick Bet David. Um, give it a listen. It's actually really interesting. And I've come out of, I've, like I said, I've still got about an hour to go. I've sort of come out of it going, you know what? He actually doesn't seem like as big an asshole as what you'd first sort of label him. So... Yeah, give it a listen, guys. I actually really recommend it. It's a good podcast, so give it a go. Um, just going to go through a couple of movies and shows I've been watching, and that'll probably be the end of it, guys. We'll keep it nice and short and sweet, as we do. So I resubscribed to um, the streaming service Disney. I went off it for a while. So I thought I'd resubscribe. The kids sort of wanted it. And a few shows on there they wanted to watch. But I've actually been really keen to watch a movie that was on there. And it's called um, Prey. So it's a spin-off. Not a spin-off. It's, well, I suppose you call it a spin-off. Of the Predator series. But it goes right back before. This goes back to like um, Indian tribal times. Um, you know, obviously the Indians were hunters. They were gatherers. Da, da, da. So same thing. The Predator's there, he's a hunter, he wants to, you know, hunt things and be the ultimate hunter, and obviously back in those days it was Indians, and you know, you had your, your white, what would you call them, um, I don't know what you call them, the white people that came and butchered the Indians, all in American, I don't know American history, but yeah, so it's back in that time, pretty, pretty good, not great, but yeah, pretty good. Um, if you're into that Predator series, you're into the Predator movies, you know, you're into the sort of violent, pretty gory sort of violent movies, give it a go. Not too bad. In saying that though, it actually put me on a bit of a Predator kick. I ended up watching the original Predator. 
I watched Predator 2. Both classic old school 80s, 90s action films. Um, good old Arnie in the first one. So, yeah. So, been on a bit of a, went on a bit of a Predator kick there. And then it sort of got me into a bit of an old school kick. And I watched um, uh, old school Steven Seagal movie, Marked for Death. Um, typical old Steven Seagal. You know, he's flipping and breaking people's arms and action. Typical old action, 80s action movies. They don't make action movies like that anymore. They're all, I mean, it's just fake as shit. And it's, you know, you watch it back then and you go, oh, yeah, this is really good. You watch it now and you're like, pretty average compared to some of the action movies. But it's not all CGI. It's not all computer-based. So it's pretty cool to watch the old school stuff every now and then when you go on a bit of an old school kick, so, yeah. Um, the other thing I've been watching lately is a series I have previously watched many years ago. I've gone through that thing again with Netflix where you're just sitting there clicking and you're flicking and you're going, fuck, what am I going to watch? What am I going to watch? I've clicked on this series and I'm like, you know what? I have watched it for a while. I'm going to give it a go. It's called Altered Carbon. There's two seasons on it. It's basically a futuristic futuristic action sort of film what it is and i like watching these because i sit there and go you know what this is a probably a pretty realistic thing how the future could be like if you watch ready player one that is a very likely outcome for the future i think this could be the next step on that so what they do is they call it stacks they download your conscious your mind, your mindset, everything into this stack and it gets plugged in, into the back of your neck sort of going into your spine and you can have anybody you want. It's called, they call it a sleeve and you can have anybody you want and obviously the rich prosper, they can have clones, they can have as many stacks as they want. The poor pretty much don't, they get one sleeve, they get one life, they die, their stack gets broken, you're dead, that's it. But it's a futuristic action series. Um, if you're into that kind of thing, I'm not going to go too much into it just because I, you know, it's kind of hard to explain. It's one of those ones you've got to watch. But yeah, if you're into that futuristic action, sort of watch this and go, fuck, this is a pretty direct possibility that could happen one day, give it a crack. Netflix, Altered Carbon. Um... What else did I want to talk about, guys? I'm sure there was other things. I can't. I think that's about all the notes I had. Um, yeah, that'll do it. So, appreciate everyone listening. Thanks a lot, guys. Glad I got some of that shit off my chest. Glad to be back on the mic. Appreciate anyone listening. Hope you all have a good week. Have a good weekend. And, yeah. Enjoy.